Hello heroes, it's Warwick Brown, founder and account manager tips and welcome. We are here to talk about quarterly business reviews. Now QBRs have a lousy reputation, countless slides, endless data, hardly any insights. It's boring for clients. It's a lot of work for account managers to prepare and just a huge time suck for everybody. But it doesn't have to be that way. So sit tight, we're going to get into some great tips on how to have a successful quarterly business review. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining me. If you want to grab the transcripts and all the show notes and all of the links to the resources that I'm mentioning in this episode, head on over to amtip.co slash QBR success. Let's begin. What is a quarterly business review? Well, uh, SolarWinds MSP describe it as a meeting with your client on a quarterly basis where you discuss their business and how you can support them. So, you know, it's a great place to start. But data has always been the foundation of a quarterly business review. Your reports show what the client has transacted this period versus last period versus budget. And then the account manager's job is to figure out why and what can be done to positively influence the results in the future. You insert quarterly, half yearly or annual as appropriate. So this is more like the time frame of the data reviewed, not the frequency of the meetings. So a review covering January to June would be a half yearly review and not a quarterly review. So then the client and the account manager meet, they go through the QBR, they prioritise objectives based on return on investment and agree a set of actions to achieve the results they want for the next period and then you know, rinse and repeat. Getting the data is easy. Figuring out what it means, what to do about it and how to present your recommendations in such a compelling way to inspire your client to act, now that is the hard part. Now I've been in account management more than 15 years. I've prepared, presented and participated in literally, literally hundreds of reviews. So I speak from experience when I say QBRs are boring, well, mostly boring. But look, don't just take my word for it. If you're not sure if your quarterly business review is a bust, let me ask you if any of these have happened to you. You dread QBR time. It feels like torture. You prepare the QBR the day before or even the day it's due. You barely read it, but you think to yourself, well, look, I've done this a million times. I can get through it blindfolded. Done is better than perfect. Your clients dodge your request to schedule a QBR. You frequently skip them or else you find yourself presenting January's review in that June. Your client cancels or they reschedule your QBR at short notice and it uh, isn't the first time it's happened. What else? Uh, participants say drop off like flies as a QBR approaches or worse, you turn up and half the audience is a no-show. What about when you arrive at the QBR and your client says they have to cut your time short but not like a little, by like half? Or you get to your client's office and they forgot all about it. You know, they didn't even book a meeting room. You end up presenting the QBR at their desk or in the staff kitchen or even in the lobby. That's happened to me. Uh, you know, when you're presenting your QBR, people are on their laptops and their phones. They're not paying attention to you at all. Or how about this? When you share printouts of your QBR and everybody's jumping ahead, they're all on different sections. Nobody's on the same page and definitely nobody's listening to you. Or this one, which is like so brutal when during the QBR, people get up and leave. They just apologize. They can't stay for the whole thing. Thank you for coming. They've got places to go, people to see and all that. I could go on, but you get the point. If you've experienced any of these, chances are your QBRs are a dud. I hate to be kind of brutal, but let's rip the bandaid off. If you haven't, then of course I salute you. Please keep doing you, keep doing what you're doing and uh, let me know your secrets, right? Now, you're probably thinking, well, my company's QBRs are terrible, so what am I supposed to do about it? So sure, look, it might not come great out of the box, but a good carpenter does not blame his tools. And there are definitely ways account managers can turn a dull, lifeless QBR into an exciting, engaging review that everybody looks forward to. Right, now we've got that out of the way. Let's get into my quarterly business review best practices to transform your review from boring to brilliant. Now, my number one tip is don't call it a QBR. Is there anything more uninspiring than quarterly business review? 
I mean, sure, it says what it is, a meeting with your client to review the previous quarter and business performance, but still it won't have them lining up around the corner for an invitation. The objectives of a quarterly business review, or you know, at least a successful one, are to review past performance key metrics, things like spend volume, transaction volume, KPIs, SLAs, assess you know, progress towards strategic goals, forecast future trends and plan for them, and demonstrate the positive contribution your company is making to your client's business. I just don't think quarterly business review does it justice to you. What you call it will definitely influence your client's perception of the meeting and its purpose. So instead of QBR, think of an exciting alternative that piques curiosity and better describes the objectives of the meeting. So here's some ideas, you know, partnership development review, strategy and strategy and performance workshop, business planning review, strategic planning workshop, strategy opportunity workshop. Millions of ways you can redefine so, you know, quality business review. Choose workshop for meetings that are more focused on you know, setting objectives and planning and choose review for meetings more focused on evaluating performance and making decisions. Now, these are just some ideas to get you thinking about how you can creatively redefine QBR into something else. If you don't like them, no problem. Head on over to Power Thesaurus and look for more words and phrases that can help you come up with a creative, individual, unique description and title for a quarterly business review and then just replace it. Call it that instead. And let me know what you come up with. I'd love to hear some of the ways that you've creatively rebranded quarterly business review into something much more dynamic and engaging. Next tip is to keep it short. The fastest way to a boring QBR is to make it long. No client has the time or attention span to spend hours in a business review. So stick to one hour, around 30 minutes to review past performance and 30 minutes to future opportunities, goal setting and activities. So that's what, around 10 to 15 slides? For an annual review, you may want to extend that to 90 minutes and that's because you have more data to review over a longer period. You'll need more time to set objectives, decide targets for the year ahead and annual reviews tend to be more of a planning focused meeting. If your client doesn't want to meet quarterly, don't force them. Some clients are perfectly happy with half-yearly reviews, and it's not like you're not in touch in between QBRs anyway. Our ability to sustain attention and focus activity over an extended period is limited. A 2010 study of uh, student attention spans during lectures found that attention lapsed just 30 seconds into a lecture segment, so they call that the settling in period. The next lapse of attention occurred four and a half to five minutes into the lecture, the next at seven to nine minutes, and the next at nine to ten minutes. So what does that all mean? Well, that means you just need to shake things up during the QBR, do things a little differently every few minutes or so, every ten, five, whatever, to keep your audience engaged, to keep their focus, and to keep their attention. So play a video, demo testimonials, case studies, or just something funny that represents the point that you're making. Switch from PowerPoint, which is a little bit passive, to something like a whiteboard or a flip chart, which is a little bit more active in terms of your presentation. Show an image, show a cartoon, tell a story, encourage audience participation with things like live surveys, quizzes, questions, lots of ways you can encourage interaction and uh, refocus people's attention during your uh, review presentation. And if you can, schedule reviews for mid-morning. People are definitely more fresh, alert, and they're in a better mood just because their day hasn't had the chance to turn to crap. Lunchtime and afternoon meetings, I definitely find get cancelled or cut short far more often in my experience. Next tip, tell the QBR as a story. How can you bring this data to life and make it more memorable? Presentation guru Nancy Dwight, she suggests a simple three-part story structure, so classic beginning, middle and end, to create a message that's easy to understand, remember and retell. It's the perfect structure really for a successful quarterly business review presentation. So what should your story be about? Well, be guided by the data in the review. What is it telling you? How are those you know, different pieces of data connected? What insights have you learned by analysing the underlying causes that led to the results? The story is simply what happened, 
the vision of what could be, and how you will guide them towards that glorious future. Make it an aha moment, something your client hasn't thought of, or certainly at least hasn't given any attention to, that can make a big impact with your help. So in the beginning, you want to describe the current performance of your partnership, which is the what is, then introduce the vision for your future and establish the gap, which is the what could be. In the middle, you'll develop the narrative by introducing more insights, more data points that link it all together, that contrast between the situation today and your recommendations to transform it for the better. And the end is a big finish. You've explained the gaps and how to make your partnership better if your client follows your advice. Now you want to wrap it all up with the business review with an inspiring summary and include a call to action. If you would like to explore presentation design further, here are some books I recommend. The Compelling Communicator, Mastering the Art and Science of Exceptional Presentation Design by Tim Pollard is a fascinating book about designing presentations around a small number of powerful ideas using a logical narrative structure and visuals. I attended a presentation by Tim last year and I really, really enjoyed it. Real eye-opener about how to get to the, the story and how to make it compelling. And he focuses on retellability. He says that, you know, when you are presenting to a client, ultimately they are going to have internal discussions and talk about your ideas in your presentation without you there. You're not going to be there to explain it. So you need to make your message very simple, very clear, and allow them to be able to tell it without you being present. Another favourite book on presentation design is Show and Tell by Dan Rome. It explains how to make extraordinary presentations by telling the truth through story and pictures. There are a bunch of different storylines described for everything from a sales pitch to a report. I love this book. I never make a presentation without making reference to it. So many great ideas and it reminds me how to keep things fresh when I'm making presentations. Ultimately, the goal is to remember to mix things up. Even stories get boring when you hear them often enough. So make sure that as you develop your reviews over your time and your relationship with your client develops and new opportunities emerge, that you bring those stories into your quarterly business reviews. Next tip, the rule of three. Quarterly business reviews have tons of information sliced and diced in various ways. Spend volume, transaction volume, key performance indicators, and on it goes. I used to get reviews that were like 60 pages, 60 slides long before I even started on them. So there is just no way any one person can remember it all. Our job as account managers is to filter the ideas and recommendations down to the most important. Now, human working memory stores information for around 15 to 30 seconds and has limited capacity around 5 to 10 items, which means your client is going to forget almost all of your quarterly business review before it's even over. A simple way to improve recall is to group information into chunks, which makes memorization much easier. So take a telephone number, for example. 0752 788 9321 is much more difficult to read than 075 278-89321. That might be a bit difficult to grasp on the audio version of this, but if you see it written down, a long string of numbers versus numbers broken down into sections of three or four is much easier to remember. And it'll just read, it doesn't hurt your eyes so much. So bringing that sort of theory around chunking information, you can use the rule of three, which is also a long observed writing pattern that's used in speeches, nursery rhymes, songwriting, and storytelling, like ready, set, go, or beginning, middle, and end. Bring that all together to avoid overwhelming your audience and make your insights and recommendations memorable. So just present your information in groups of three short, powerful sentences and your review will be much more interesting, I promise. All right, we're at the halfway mark. What's the next tip? It is to use pictures. Humans are visual creatures. The brain can identify images in as little as 13 milliseconds. We also remember pictures better than words and presentations using using visual aids 
are 43% more persuasive, a study found. So the quality business review is packed with charts. And yes, they are technically pictures, but they also start to look the same after a while. So to break the monotony, use a variety of visuals to engage your audience throughout the review. Images, you know, they're great for title slides to introduce a new section of your review or to pose a question to your audience. You can download high-quality royalty-free images at Unsplash, Pixabay, Pexels, and Raw Pixel. They're my go-tos. Diagrams are great to clarify hierarchy, processes, and relationships between information. You can download free PowerPoint slides at Diagrammer, and HighSlide and HighSlide also have a nifty little PowerPoint plugin, which allow you to search and download and insert diagrams directly into your quarterly business review presentation within PowerPoint. It's an awesome resource and it's free. Use icons. Replace bullet points with relevant icons to highlight information. I love this. It's so easy, so much more impactful than just a bullet point. You know, for example, uh, let's say that uh, you're talking about targets. Well, choose a bullseye icon instead of a bullet point. Easy. Icons draw attention. They help people quickly understand the subject matter. And I think they also look slick. They, you know, they're a really quick way to give your QBR a facelift. Icon Finder, Flat Icon, and The Noun Project are my favorite sources, and they have millions of icons and plenty. In fact, most of them are free. Not so boring now, huh? Next tip, strategy, not tactics. For a successful QBR, keep it high level. Keep it a review on supply performance, return on investment, progress towards goals, potential roadblocks, and emerging opportunities. You really don't want to get stuck in the details, or your strategic QBR will quickly dissolve into a problem-solving and complaint resolution mess. Keep operational and day-to-day matters away from the review and you can just schedule separate calls or meetings to address those. If you're going to be at your client's office to present a review, well, it's certainly efficient to set up an operational review meeting beforehand. I don't like to do it afterwards because I want my client to leave on a high. I want to leave on a high. I want to be thinking about all the positive things and all the great things we can accomplish together instead of leading with a whole bunch of issues I've got to sort out when I get back to the office. So just think about doing it that way around and you will have a much more interesting, cohesive and engaging review that way. Make your QBR an event. So it might be a quality business review, but that doesn't mean you can't sprinkle a little, you know, marketing dust to generate some buzz and excitement. Send the message loud and clear to your client that this QBR is not another meeting that could have been an email, but actually an exciting opportunity to optimize your partnership and create meaningful value. Now, what most people do is they'll just send an email or an invitation to their client and uh, set up the QBR and that's it. Set and forget until the actual day of the event. Instead, create an email sequence to promote the QBR. So you'll send a bunch of emails over the course of whatever period. You'll drip these to participants and they should generate some excitement, let people know why the QBR is important and how their attendance will make it a success. So your email sequence might go something like this. Let's say you send five emails. The first email you might send, say, 30 days before, which is the invitation to the QBR. Make it sound exciting, like a movie premiere. Let people know why they should be there and that they don't want to miss it. Email two, you might send maybe uh, 10 days to two weeks before. You'll share a sneak peek at some of the data and an interesting trend you've discovered and let them know they're going to need to be at the QBR to find out more. The next email, email three, might be a few days before the QBR. So you'll send a copy of the actual review and more on that later. You'll send the agenda, what input you need from them and why this is one QBR they do not want to miss. Email four, which will be the day before, maybe even the morning of if it's an afternoon review, send a final reminder about the review and let them know how much you're looking forward to meeting them. And the final email will be, you know, a day or two after sending any follow-up notes, action items, and to thank participants for making the QBR a success. So can you see the difference an email sequence will make to the perceived value of your QBR compared to, say, a single invitation? 
Another way to make your QBR an event is to invite the right people. Include A-listers, authority listers, people who have the authority to make decisions, subject matter experts, department heads, your boss, your point of contact boss. If your audience includes senior executives, it signals that the business review is a strategic meeting, not just an operational one. If you only meet with your main point of contact, you're missing out on a big opportunity to make the QBR a much more interesting and productive event. You can get decisions made on the spot, you can get agreement, you can move things forward much more quickly. Plus, like, who knows what they're doing with the review afterwards? Are they even sharing it? Well, you know, the more people you invite, the more certain you can be that word is spreading about your successes and, you know, your contribution to them as a supplier. Share good news. This is a great way to, again, make an event, highlight exceptional results, praise the work your main point of contact is doing, and shine a spotlight on any person or department that deserves a shout-out. It's a really fun way to get the word out about the value that you're bringing and the good work people are doing overall in managing the category, and also an element of surprise to the review that can actually make it much more interesting. Finally, bring food. There's nothing like donuts or muffins to attract an audience, I promise. All right, we're getting close to the finish line. Second last tip. This is to send the QBR in advance. Look, I once had a client who insisted I send her a QBR a week in advance, and I was miffed, you know? I was like, well, if I send it to her now, what will I be talking about when we meet? Now, she wasn't the kind of client you said no to, so I reluctantly sent it. She'd return it back with notes in the margins of the slides and questions on what she'd like me to focus on during the review. Look, I came to actually love this approach. I realised that the QBR itself is not the most important part of the meeting. The conversation with the client is, and the better informed and prepared everyone is about the content, the more successful and impactful the business review will be. You know, I don't have to spend all this time about revealing what's in the review. We can talk about what's actually the implications of the review. So my advice is to circulate the QBR a few days in advance, summarize important points, and let attendees know what uh, they need to do. Is there pre-reading? Is there preparation? Anything like that. And encourage them to reply to you with questions or feedback so you can incorporate those into your presentation or agenda before the big day. Go one extra step and have a quick phone call with your main point of contact. You know, make sure that you've confirmed all the requirements for the meeting, ask their thoughts on the review, and if they have any questions, you'll sleep a lot better knowing that you're fully aligned with your client on the review content and that you've done everything you can to avoid surprises on the day. And if everyone has read and received the QBR, then you can spend a lot less time talking about the boring past and way more time talking about the exciting future. Now, all of the tips I've shared until now are relevant no matter what the format of the review delivery is, whether it's in person or whether it is by webinar or by conference call, they're all relevant. But here's a particular one relevant to a face-to-face meeting. Read the room. This is my last tip, and it is such an important one. So often I see quarterly business reviews flop, not because it's not great content, but because the key account manager failed to read the room. They're so focused on getting through all the slides that they don't notice people fidgeting, having side conversations, playing with their phone, or staring out the window. These are all classic signs that your audience is tuning out. Watch reactions carefully and let them guide your review. If you're losing their attention, here are some ways to get your audience re-engaged. Skip it. Like, don't dwell on that slide if clearly no one is interested. Just move on to the next one. They've all got copies. People can go back and read it later in their own time. Don't read the slides. People can read the screen just as well as you can. So let the slides speak for themselves. You know, that's the show part of your presentation. And in the tell part, you know, share a story, share some insights, add some context that brings perspective to the information. Audience interaction. So don't be afraid to call on individuals and specifically say, hey, 
Warwick, uh, let me ask you a question about this. Or Warwick, what's your opinion on this? Or Warwick, I know you've had experience with this in the past. How about you share that with the rest of us? It'd be really interesting. So if you're presenting the review, you know, use that opportunity to engage your audience and ask for them. And you can do the same with webinars, actually. You can use surveys, chats and polls to replicate that in-person interaction as well. Change your pacing. Talk faster information that people already know. Slow down when you want to encourage discussion. And use silence to amplify important points. Alternating your volume, you know, a constant tone is dull. Lift your voice to higher volume for important points. Lower your voice for drama. Don't be afraid of emotion. Show your, you know, your personality. Be animated. Let your audience know you are invested in this business review and it's worth their attention. But just don't go over the top. It's not a kid's TV show. I've been accused of that myself, actually, so it's something I'm working on. <laughs> now, move around to, that's something that can really bring the energy to a new level. You know, if you've been sitting down, stand up. If you're standing up, move around to the other side of the room. Changing the physical space shifts your energy and also reminds people to focus on you. <laughs> uh, go off script. Now, that's a great uh, way to just bring a little bit more spontaneity to your review. During the review, all sorts of things will be going through your head. If something pops up that's relevant to the matter at hand, Go ahead and say it. It's more important to contribute constructively to the conversation and where it's headed than it is to you know, just stick to the script. You might be reminded about results other clients have achieved, past experiences, product roadmaps, articles or books you've read, or even just a new idea that occurred to you on the spot that just brings some extra dimension to the review. And lastly, share an anecdote. Often during a review, I've shared a funny story or an observation just to break the ice after an introduction or to cut the tension after a heated exchange or simply just to add a little color to a particular topic in the quarterly business review. You. These can be personal or business, your experiences or someone else's. And, you know, sometimes I might embellish for a punchline or a better story, but overall it's relevant and it can just bring a little bit more interest to your review. All right, we're at the end. Now I know it's quite a list, so let's recap them. Don't call it a QBR. Use an alternative description that inspires and better reflects the objectives of your meeting. Keep it short, 30 minutes to review the past, 30 minutes to plan the future, no more than 15 slides and move everything else as uh, an appendix to your review. Tell the QBR as a story, find the narrative in the data, tell a new unexpected story of what is, what could be and how you are the guide that will get your client to the promised land. Use the rule of three. Working memory holds up to nine items of data for 30 seconds. Improve recall by chunking your insights into groups of three short, powerful messages. Use pictures. We remember pictures way better than words. Use a variety of charts, images, and icons and diagrams to communicate your ideas. Strategy, not tactics. Keep that QBR high level, focusing on supplier performance, return on investment, progress towards goals, potential roadblocks, and emerging opportunities. Schedule separate time for discussions on operational matters. Make it an event. Make sure you generate interest and anticipation with a series of emails to participants that showcase the objectives of the QBR and get them excited to attend. Send the QBR in advance. If you circulate the review to participants a few days before the presentation and ask them to read it and send you any questions, you'll be better prepared and now everybody is familiar with the QBR, so during the meeting, you can spend less time talking about the past and more time on the implications for the future. Read the room. Lucky last, watch for your audience's reactions. Look for signs you might be losing them. And then use techniques like audience participation, pacing, volume, and humor to re-engage them. So wrapping things up, quarterly business reviews really are the greatest opportunity an account manager has to demonstrate the value they and their company bring to their client's business. So if you invest the time in preparation, bring new and interesting insights to the conversation, and collaborate with your client to pursue objectives that make a positive impact and get results, you will crush it. It will be standing room only, and you will have a successful quarterly business review. 
review. Now, if you're a member of the CAM Club, head on over to the CAM Kit where you can download the free quarterly business review PowerPoint presentation or yours. If you're not a member of the CAM Club, well, what are you waiting for? Head on over to amtip.co slash CAM Club where you can join. It is a private membership community for key account managers helping you get results. You'll find downloads, you'll find tutorials, you'll find templates, you'll find mini training, you'll find courses and a connected community of like-minded professionals all here to help you succeed. Love to see you there, amtip.co slash CAM Club. All right, heroes, well, that is a wrap. I hope you have a fantastic, successful QBR season. If there's anything I can do to help, you know where to find me at Warwick A. Brown on the social media platform of your choice. Or, you know, drop me an email, warwick at accountmanager.tips. Until next time, heroes, see you on the flip side. <laughs>